You are now entering the world of a movie review. A world full of drama, joy, ridicule, movie spoilers, unpopular opinions, and adult humor for as far as the eye can see. Welcome to an evening at the movies. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite movie-based podcast. This is an evening at the movies. And for those of you who do not know, who may be noobs, this is the podcast where we eat the stale popcorn, we drink the watered-down sodas, and we talk about all of our favorite movies and why we love them. But I digress because I feel like with our special guest tonight, there may be some tangents throughout this episode. Maybe not always appropriate, maybe a little bit inappropriate. But that's what makes this guest that much more fun to record with. So, with all of that said, I am your host, Casey, and we are joined on this amazing episode by Miss Ashley, who (laughs) is the host of, even if it is on hiatus, dirty, flirty, and not thriving. And I'm still not thriving. Reimagine, and yet she definitely well. <laughs> she's thriving, but that's for later discussion. So, welcome, <laughs> that would, that would, <laughs> welcome back to the show. That would, that would blah. you you stole my voice. I don't even know where to, to go. No comment. Um. Yeah, that would be based on perspective. So, so if do- people knew what door was going open, on. <laughs> door open, and I could be storming through that door like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> what does he say? Hi-ya! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> Why did I say hiya? <laughs> Bad karate movie. Probably. I was. Yeah, Super I did. Cool. I did recently watch the Karate Kid, and yeah, it's, I never. Uh, I'm ho- I'm hoping the real Karate Kid, and not that freaking hot garbage. Oh no, not with Will Smith's son. Fuck that. No, Fuck that no. remake. No nepo baby Karate Kid. Mm-mm, no, no, the original, the best version. Um, but I'd still, yes. I it's still it's still a bad movie. <laughs> well, I mean, there's plot holes all over that movie like there's no tomorrow but that doesn't change the fact that you're an evening at the movies hosting team being me and um birthday girl herself who's off in new york um going to see hamilton on broadway and getting to go see the friends experience in new york city she'll be roughly nine hours away from me i'm on the whole other side of the state (laughs) Yeah, you're on the Canadian side of the freaking state. Yep. <laughs> Where, yeah, you can throw a freaking rock from probably your front porch and probably send it international. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I bounce off the Canadian phone tower sometimes. Oh, well, that's... We love our international listeners, so I will <laughs> not judge the Canadian people and what they're about. <laughs> about. But... <laughs> But I digress. But anyway, obviously, <laughs> it's been 
six months since last we were here? Yeah. Well, uh, here, yes. Um, I believe I had you on my show afterwards. Probably. So, yeah. Somewhere between four and six months we've been together. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Somewhere in that neighborhood. I don't recall because at the end of the day, I'm I'm not 30. <laughs> I guess I am flirty. And I also, if any of you have tuned in and listened throughout the year, you will know I am not thriving in 2023. So no, 2023 I, has been shit. I'm not going to lie. Technically, well, we're recording this on December 8th, which ha- happens to be, I believe, the day before somebody's birthday. Mm-hmm. So, um, before I finish my statement, let me interrupt that with a happy birthday, Miss Ashley. I'm not going to sing to you. Thank you. Because <laughs> I can't carry a tune in the freaking bucket. I'll, uh, uh, well, I mean, you could attempt to get Taylor Swift to sing to me, but I know how difficult that would be. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know her boyfriend, Travis, and I are, you know, best buds and, you know, <laughs> Bros for life, but sup, Travis? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I think Tay Tay might be a little bit too mainstream for my audience. Uh, I'm still, I'm still full team Amanda and team Shanna on corrupting Casey into bringing you in as a Swifty. You you might get a little bit of me breaking through <laughs> to the other side. I'm not going all the way though. Our, I our, guarantee well, you, I will not go all the freaking way for that. Well, no, like, but we'll get you to a comfortable, comfortable spot. Um, I was just about to be like, are you going? Are we? Are the four of us going to have a viewing party on Wednesday for the Eras Tour movie at home? Um. <laughs> for Taylor's birthday Okay, so technically, what was the last thing you heard me say? Um, nothing, because I asked you the question and it was just gone. <laughs> okay, good. Then we'll <laughs> go with that. So, 
I don't know if the audience has heard what I had to say. I'm guessing probably not. There's probably going to be a dead air, but that's fine. We'll go back. <laughs> um, so everybody knows. Okay, so technically this is Ashley's birthday episode. Yes. She re- requested her movie, and we're going to discuss it here in a minute as soon as we get done with the opening banter that we all lovingly love to do. <laughs> but Amanda got her birthday request. Shanna's gotten a birthday request. Dre, Harvey, Kendra, everybody gets a birthday request. They can come on the show and we'll discuss the movie, blah, 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 blah. But I'm not going to lie because I knew, one, Barbie was coming up really, really soon to stream. Mm-hmm. The other being Eras was going to be coming up soon to stream. Yep. And I was like, if these fuckers hurry up and drop these damn movies, I can guarantee you Amanda's going to pick one of the two of those. And I was not ready to sit down and watch these <laughs> of the two of them. So... Hashtag, thank God they didn't drop in two. I started my growing appreciation for the entity that is mm. um, Ryan Reynolds movies. Okay. So um, I'm amending my thought process that Deadpool is the greatest Ryan Reynolds movie of all time. Okay. Um, well, so- I'm not. I'm not taking it off the number one spot yet. Right. But I will say this. There's some other good Ryan Reynolds movies out there. Okay. One of one of which was the movie we discussed last week for Speaking of the Devil. She just texted me. Her ears <laughs> must be burning. Um You're talking shit we, about you. <laughs> pretty much. We discussed um Just Friends. Yeah. Which is a pretty good movie. I mean, it's better than on the line. <laughs> yes, I I do have to agree with you there. <laughs> I think oh. I think everything is better than on the line, but it's it's still such a precious movie that everyone has to see. Kind of like um, the uh, Britney Spears movie Crossroads. It's a terrible movie. Britney, love her to death. She cannot act. But I love that movie. I, that's another one of those ones that I anxiously awaiting for those words to come out of Amanda's mouth. <laughs> so basically, we'll do Crossroads next year, and I have to be involved. <laughs> Probably. Okay. And we'll make it. We'll make a 2024 resolution. We'll give. We'll give it some time. But the four of us will do a special T Swift Errors Tour movie review. Right. <laughs> that was an okay from Casey. <laughs> Those words never came out of my mouth. Uh, you, your hand signals. <laughs> oh, I've got hand signals for you. <laughs> hey, the bull, the the deaf uh, didn't hear you say it, but the blind people can see that you said it. <laughs> it was so bad. Of me. True, and te- and technically. You know, we do release these recordings on the YouTube too. So, mm-hmm. and our following on YouTube actually is blowing up exponentially right now. Awesome. So, there's a, there's probably enough people out there that just saw <laughs> that little the hand gesture that I did. So, along with yeah, the other one, <laughs> that one too. But I digress. So, 
for your birthday. And again, happy birthday. Thank you. Also. <laughs> um, we are here to discuss a movie because that's what we do on an evening at the movies. Uh, um, would you like to let the amazing listeners that we have know what you selected for your birthday episode? Yes. Um, so we actually talked about it. Um, in our other episode as well, <laughs> when I chose the worst of the two movies, um, but uh, I chose Where the Heart Is. What was the other movie you picked? It was on the line. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah, of yeah. uh, uh, the yeah, um, on the line in this one. Yes, on the line is by far the worst movie. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, even Rotten Tomatoes said so, but we'll get to that. Well, well I, I, mean, I agree. I mean, I it, it, it's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Well, Online is just terrible. I mean, let's just rip the freaking bandit off and get to it then. I mean, uh, where the heart is released on what April twenty eighth, two thousand. Yep. Uh, was directed by Matt Williams. Mm-hmm. Is Distributed by 20th Century Fox, had a budget of $15 million. Holy shit. And made 40. So it actually did make a profit. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to flip over here to make sure I've got the number right. I because... just learned today that yes. that movie was based on an actual book. I did not yeah, know that. I... I saw that in the credits this morning when I was rewatching the movie because I started yeah. watching it last night and I fell asleep literally before the Walmart baby was born. No. Oh. <laughs> like, Which, damn, isn't that boring for you? <laughs> no. I, I, well, I mean, I'm not going to spoiler alert my review, but mm-hmm. we'll get to that here shortly. But um, this is the one that I found rather interesting would you like to unless you've already looked it up wager a guess as to what the rotten tomato score for this movie is um i i have not looked it up i would say based off of my knowledge with rotten tomatoes it's probably somewhere in the sevens as in single digits yeah no it's not that bad oh really it it had a better score than on the line not by much, <laughs> but a better score than on the line. Wow. So I've got both scores for you. Okay. Both the, tom- the tomato meter and the audience score. And this is the part that I find intriguing. Okay. Tom- the tomato meter, which is the critics, mm-hmm. has the, sc- has the rating at 35%. Now, with that said, the audience score is significantly higher at 76%. What? Go figure. Yeah. That normally, I get there's times that the scores are not the same. Right. Or even close. But but that drastic? That, well, because you figure if you double the 35, that's 70%. So 
So the audience score is over double yeah. what the tomato meter is. So that personally leads me to believe that, um, for one, as we say, and I did not make these rankings podcast network, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. Two, that these critics don't know what the hell they're talking about. Mm-mm. Because at the end of the day, I'm comfortable enough to say this and have it not spoil my review. This movie, I do not feel, is a 35% movie. Mm-mm. I've seen some movies that are in that 35 or lower window. This is not one of those movies. There, there may be issues with this movie, and we're, we'll get into that as we progress deeper into this episode. Right. But it's not, no, it's not no. a 35% movie. Like I it may think, not necessarily be your, your cup of tea, but it's not that bad of a movie. Yeah, I think just the, the critics are, and I, I see this a lot, it's, it's very male-dominated, and not to say that men don't like romance movies, but men don't like romance movies. <laughs> okay. I'm not 100% sure on this one, but I'm grasping at straws here, mm-hmm. but... This, I believe, was one of the first three movies that Natalie Portman was in. Mm-hmm. Like, like mainstream, like starred in. I, I mean, this is so. this one anywhere, anywhere but here, and then I believe Star Wars Episode One. So anywhere, anywhere but here. None of these, those three movies. None of the three were critically received as being great movies. So no. I mean, I'm I know Star Wars wasn't. Think what anywhere but here was about. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've seen it one time. I think that's her and Susan Sarandon, and I don't. After that, I don't remember. Right. Oh, <clears throat> she was in Mars Attacks in 1996. Oh, okay. yes. No, yeah. I do know that what was, Anywhere But Here is. Yes, um, that's where they're, um, the mother, yeah, she takes some, um, yeah. Um, that was 99. Which, 90, May of 99 was when Star Wars Episode One came out. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what I said. Oh, 2000 was when this. So this was the third of this her third big of three. Yes. Because I, no offense to Mars Attack, but she she wasn't the star of Mars. She wasn't necessarily the star of Star Wars either, but it was a very big role for her. She was one of the probably three leads in that movie. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, but yeah, this was April of 2000. So. Yeah. It's within that, you know, they all came out right much within like there's 12, to eight, 12 to 18 months of each other. There's a couple others that she was in from 95 to 98, um, but they're like lower level. The only one that I see that had high accreditation is Mars Attacks. But like you said, she was a minimal character. She wasn't, she wasn't a lead and mm. I think that was more or less to get her into that the A list A list movies. Yeah, I mean, 
Because I'm pretty sure anywhere but here and Star Wars pretty much, I don't know what order they filmed in. It is what it is, but they probably both filmed. Well, I'm sure all three of these movies probably went one, two, three, back Mm -hmm. to back to back. So, you know, it is what it is. So, but anyway, these are probably the three movies that really got her into the prominence of being as recognizable of an actress as she is. Oh, absolutely. Because you can pretty much go out anywhere in the world and pretty much say the name Natalie Portman and everybody knows who the hell you're talking about. Exactly. Whether it's from, you know, Star Wars or any, any of the other things that she's done. So, uh, last but not least with the background information though, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening, um, thank you for listening. Um, but you will not be able to find it for free streaming anywhere. You're going to have to rent it. So Mm -hmm. luckily for me, I have a physical copy of it on DVD, and that's how I watched it last night. Well, last night and this morning. I have it. Um, here's a throwback. I have it on VHS, and I do have a VHS player still that my neighbor I, gave I, me. I, I, we had this discussion <laughs> last time you were on. Yep. Um, so I. Oh, you go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <clears throat> oh, no, I was just going to say, I'm still cheap enough that, yeah. I, I love my nostalgia, but yeah, I don't have a v- VHS anymore. Um, and I purchased this movie, I want to say <clears throat> in 2011 or 2012, so roughly over 10 years ago. And I got it on Amazon for $1.39, brand new. Wow. I actually went back to my Amazon Damn. and checked that. <laughs> um, but I did look it up. Uh, Star Wars came out in May of 99. Um, anywhere but here came out in September of 99. And then this, like you said, came out in April of 2000. So she was filming all three movies at the same time. Well. Roughly. I would. I would say roughly because I would assume her part of the making of Star Wars probably was done well in advance of that coming out because it's the science fiction and the CGI and all of that. They had to still put it all together. The post-production and all of that goes into that comes into making a movie like that. Yeah. You don't necessarily have all of that with um, anywhere but here and where the heart is. So right. there, there may have been a little bit of a gap in between the first and the second movie being done, but you know, not still, by much. Within, probably, yeah, she pro- probably two-year period. She probably filmed all three movies. Oh yeah. Well, and yeah, because you can take. She may have looked a little bit younger in Star Wars, but it wasn't a whole hell of a lot younger. But compared to anywhere but here and where the heart is, there was, like, she did look younger in anywhere but here, and she was playing a teenage girl, whereas where the heart is, I had assumed, like, she was supposed to be a 19, 20-year-old? Yeah. 
Like, I know she was still very young to give that whole illusion of teen pregnancy or because she was a, a high school dropout. But I don't know. Well, yeah, because that's kind of sort of the impression I got from the opening of the movie is she's leaving home with her dickhead boyfriend, baby daddy, mm-hmm. daddy baby daddy, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Dipshit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. The reason why women think that guys are pieces of trash, but I digress. <clears throat> um, so yeah, they're leaving home for quote unquote the first time and going almost all the way across the country. Mm-hmm. I mean, ten- supposedly Tennessee to California, even though they don't make it to California. He does. She does not. So, well, <laughs> he, yeah, he does, but again, dickhead <laughs> freaking, yeah, I'm not going to wait in the freaking Walmart parking lot for you while you're going pee and getting freaking house juice. So I'm going to leave you. Yeah. So, and granted, she probably wouldn't have lost her shoes to begin with if he had a car that didn't have a freaking hole in the damn floorboard. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, I had a piece of shit car. Uh, my first car was a piece of shit Never car. Never that but bad. No, 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 no. Like, there are, like, so many safety concerns. Like, any mechanic would have seen that and would have been like, no, you can, or, or even, like... I don't know, like, I, it, things worked differently back then that, like, you could have a piece of yeah. shit car. <laughs> well, cars in the last, what, 23 years have evolved in how they're built and made, too, so. Very true. I don't necessarily think. You can have another car that probably is more metal than it is fiberglass but Mm -hmm. most of your shit now is all fiberglass and when it starts falling apart it'll literally will just disintegrate yeah yeah so uh bye bye all the background information aside exactly (laughs) um what are some of your favorite things about this movie um everything (laughs) i can't i can't do that um, I mean, I've got a huge freaking favorite, you know, favorite aspect of this movie. And I think when unfortunately it's only a part of the movie for like fifteen minutes at the beginning, and then she's gone. Uh, Fucking stalker, Channing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I love that relationship because I'm not gonna lie, I well, I. Just that whole character to begin with, the fact that every time they sit down to have a meal at the table, they're all, they say their prayer and they say their grace. But then she's all like, and thank you, God, for forgiving us for the fornication that we had on this table. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Jesus, God. Literally, like the baby is sitting in a baby chair on the freaking table. And thank you, God, for the forgiveness for the fornication we had on this table. And it's like, that's the same table that the baby is sitting on. Yeah. You dirty, dirty love, perverts. I love that they named him Mr. Spock. 
her her fornication partner um like yes. i don't even know if that's just a nickname or if that was his actual real name but like i just love like I, uh, that was a reference to is that star trek star trek yes okay i yeah, i'm that, getting that my star trek. yeah so like and it kind of was a nod to like her being in Star Wars because there was always that wi- rival rival rivalry between Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah, don't yeah, you don't talk to one about the other and not assume that there's going to be brushback over that because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the two don't. It's like oil and water. Exactly, they do not mix. <clears throat> so. Um, but I think the other, the other thing that I really loved about this though was the sheer. I'm trying to find the politically correct way of saying it because mm. I don't necessarily want to bash the fact. I mean, Natalie Portman plays a very good, simple-minded character in this <laughs> movie. Um. I to the like the there's points in this movie where I thought it's almost kind of like she's maybe like a female light version of Forrest Gump. Like she has some major life stuff that happens to her throughout the movie, obviously. Yeah. And maybe it's not necessarily all the way a full blown Forrest Gump situation, but yeah, not not to the she's not really wise in the ways of the world. I mean, you have like the moment where she, you know, gets it on with the mechanic and she has the pregnancy scare (laughs) and you got Ashley Judd telling her, okay, well jump backwards nine times and on the full moon and you won't get (laughs) pregnant. And then cut to the next scene. And she's literally in the front yard at the house and she's jumping backwards I mean, <laughs> exactly that, it's like that also yeah. it, i understand it um so like you said it's not a full for scump type situation with mental uh decapities uh, decapities i can't oh whatever my brain we'll, is just not we'll just go with we'll just go with discrepancies yeah that works um mental but, handicaps yes um but it goes to show so the whole premise was to show like middle america the poor not being able Real life. to yeah basically like she didn't finish school obviously she was a high school dropout whether they said it or not i can't i don't think they believe i don't believe they did and she was a pregnant young young mother who had to learn how to raise her child on her own when her mother wasn't even present in her life we saw her mother all of twice in the movie the beginning of the movie and then right after the baby's born when she shows up and steals the 500 dollars from her yep so other than the hell steals 500 dollars from their freaking daughter drug addict or their child begin with drug addicts and alcoholic addict piece of crap yeah Mm-hmm. Either way, I mean, yeah, her mom was big time a piece of shit, and the fact that she was fortunate enough to meet 
and have somebody like Stalker Channing's character to to show her what a real her, mother was to help her get established mm-hmm. in life. I mean, like, like I said, her she was only for the whole point of the story. She was in like the first five years of the story. I mean, she was there for five years of the baby's life right? before, but then, you know, she's only there literally long enough for um, Natalie Portman to get herself established before the big tornado. And ultimately it ends up taking her. And now she's on her own trying to, yeah, she still has Ashley Judd's character to be there, you know, as her best friend, but, you know, she's right. still technically on her own doing it as a single mom. Because, you know, she and Forney are besties, but they're not. Yeah. Um, so I did. They're not bestie besties. <laughs> they do become bestie besties eventually. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, we, um, would, we would get to that point. I'm sure. <laughs> So I did I did look it up. Um, so at the beginning of the movie, the character um, Natalie Portman plays Nova Lee um, was 17. So she was a pregnant teen who dropped out of high school. Mm-hmm. And Which I kind of factor. I kind of figured. Yeah. Oh, well, I like the more that I look at it, Willie Jack. Oh, that piece of shit. <laughs> I'm glad. Dumbest name in the world to begin with. Well, it. it Who's Jack? It, it's supposed to be like back then, like in the southern south, like you you named your kids kind of ridiculous names, not ridiculous, but like we True. look at it now, like oh, Bo- uh, Bobby Joe or or Willie Jack. Willie Jack is just a terrible name. <laughs> it, well, there's all kinds of names, but I mean. Considering how much of a piece of crap this guy is, though, I mean... I'm glad he lost his legs. A lot of bad shit does happen to him throughout the whole damn movie. I mean, Mm -hmm. he goes to jail for hitting on a 14-year-old hitchhiker. 14-year-old prostitute? Yeah. (laughs) Um, He gets his ass beaten in jail for writing yep. a beat of a heart. Yep. Um, he gets out of prison and makes a deal with um, oh, Joan Cusack. I don't remember what her character's name is, but she's like a big wig record producer type music industry type person. And right. ultimately gets it's accused of plagiarism and stealing beat of a heart from his cellmate and ends up mm-hmm. losing his record deal. And then, you know, becomes an alcoholic who mentally is going through, you know, the addiction plus the flashbacks and memory flashes of what he did to his baby mama globally mm-hmm. and ends up losing his legs because of it. Because he decided to get drunk and lay on uh, train tracks. Yeah. Not a good place to be if you're freaking drunk. No. I mean, it's not a good 
place to be, period. <laughs> but mm. <laughs> probably not a good idea to be drunk in public anyway to begin with. No. But we here at an evening at the movies do not encourage or endorse being out in public and drinking. If you're going to drink out the alcohol, please do it safely and responsibly in the safety of your own home. Amanda. <laughs> if you're going to be out, uh, get an Uber. Get a taxi. Be smart. Yes, always drink responsibly. But, um, yeah, I mean, even I'm thankful for the fact that they could have gone the whole, you know, he matured as because they kind of sort of went down that road at the end where um, they're reunited. But it's not like a big sure, happily sure. ever after. They're, reun they're reunited no. and they ride off into the sunset together. They're reunited and because he's obviously severely crippled, she loads him up in the car and she takes him home to Tennessee. And mm -hmm. that's it. Right. That's ultimately it, it, le it leads to well, not it's not the end of the movie, but yeah. it gets to the <laughs> big the big payoff at the end of the movie. But we haven't led up to that yet. But no, but like that um, was the end is one of my favorite parts. Um, because one, the shock factor well, you didn't, it, you, you expected it, but you didn't, and true. And there is an element of reality to the whole because they've had such a long history together. History. That mm -hmm. There's a very real sentiment that I can see where she was coming from when they had their little, you know, woo, buddy, buddy. Rendezvous. <laughs> and the, yes, the, ra the rendezvous. And they're doing, the, you know, the after cuddle. And he, he tells her he loves her. Yep. And then she's all like, I don't love you. I don't love you. But, mm -hmm. I mean, there's two sides of the equation. You don't love him, but yet you did this. That's cold and heartless. But mm -hmm. I also. It, it comes he's been down friends to, he's been friend zoned it oh yeah but it also came down to she wanted to protect herself because she didn't want to ruin that friendship with him and well and she also had the thought in her head that he's like she's here yeah intelligence wise he's way 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 up here very intelligent man compared to her yeah that She's like, you could be so much more. There's no reason for you to have to hold yourself back and be stuck here in Oklahoma. Go, you know, your sister died. You're free. Go mm -hmm. achieve all of your dreams and don't hold, don't settle. Exactly. I would be settling for you. And I get that. And, but then at the same time, his whole point is, the scene that you're referring to being the last scene of the movie where he, he does end up going off and going back to college and all of that. And she finally does because Ashley Judd basically metaphorically slaps her in the damn face and be like, seriously, you love him. Go get him before 
it's too late. Right. And, you know, she takes Bonehead and drops him off in Tennessee on the way to go have this moment with Forney. And, yeah. you know, she gets there and he, she sees him hanging out with his, you know, college friends. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, that whole mindset, oh, this is stupid. She tries to walk away and he looks up and sees her. And he comes rushing over and they have their little moment. And she's all like, I'm sorry. And he's like, sorry for what? And she's like, I'm sorry for saying I don't love you when I really do. I love you. Right. You know, I didn't want, and she goes into the whole explanation. I didn't want, you know, you to feel like you're settling and all of this, that, and the other thing, Mm -hmm. because you're so much better than me. And he literally looks her right in the face right before that, you know, moment. And he's like, there's nothing better than you. And then he kisses her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's sappy and romantic at the same time, but yeah, it's such, it's a powerful moment because because there's always you know, I've been that that guy friend before that gets put in the friend zone, right? And it's not a good place to be at. I mean, it, it is a good place to be. At. I'm glad I have my friends, and there's nothing better than that. But but there's the always time, that one person in our lives that. Even though, like, yeah, you may be friends with them. They're always, whether it's a guy or a girl, you're always going to have feelings for that one friend, whether you act on them or not, and whether something comes out of it or not. That's the that's the biggest thing, too. But everybody, whether they want to admit it or not, has that one person that they absolutely love. Yep. And... Again, you have the beauty of this, and this is my abs- my favorite moment. Doesn't just stop there with the whole emotional, you know, connection thing. Mm-hmm. My favorite moment extends to what comes after the damn kiss, and that's the wedding. Yes, because- oh, and at, at Walmart. <laughs> Where? Because that's the whole point of the whole movie. Is like she gets abandoned at Walmart. She lives in the Walmart. She gives birth to the Walmart baby. And, and then he, at the end of the movie, you get the, the kiss and the, they're at the wedding. And then all of a sudden, all you hear in the background, attention, Walmart shoppers yep. and, and, wed- and wedding guests. Oh, but but you forgot you forgot one thing. He also rescued her at Walmart when she was in labor with the baby. She w- yeah, she went into labor. She d- technically delivered the baby at the Walmart. Yep. And he was so, there the whole time. This movie did significant amounts of free publicity for the Walmart franchise. Oh yeah, how the how the how the hell did like like obviously Walmart had to be a sponsor to allow them to use that as a plot for the storyline, but like oh, I mean it makes me and watching it rewatching it makes me feel nostalgic for the old Walmart because like Super Walmart's great, but like I miss the old Walmart feel. Yeah, well, because we're technically, my Walmart in Aberdeen isn't a full-on super center. There's aspects of super centers that we don't have. Really? But we're basically as close as you can get to being a super center without being a super center. Okay. And I miss the smaller, more homey feeling of that initial Walmart mm-hmm. store. Me too. Where 
you had bigger departments, like the electronics department was bigger. The kids' toys were bigger. bigger. The clothing you know, was all bigger. That. Now you can go through Walmart anywhere in the country or even world probably, and you know that they have a prescribed formula for how wide the aisles have to be. You, the aisles have to be so narrow because they need to have as many aisles as possible so that they can cram as much onto the shelves as possible. Mm-hmm. Some big corporate whatever, but definitely, yeah, I'm not a huge Walmart fan, and I'm not going to lie, I, I probably haven't been in our Walmart in probably a month and a half, because I hate it, going in there. I really do. It took me a while to get back into Walmart, because I was a Target, I was a Target girly for a hot minute, um, but Target is, and I don't know if it's just my specific Target, uh, they just don't have anything in stock see our walmart is like that right now and i don't know if it's i think it's a holiday thing because like even my walmart's struggling to keep things in stock but like i i went back to walmart a couple months ago after like i I had not been there for years and i i bought too much That's the other thing is I live in a little community where you don't have a whole lot of options. So, yeah, if you're looking for, like, say, certain things like, say, DVDs or things like that, you're either buying it off of Amazon or you're going to Mm -hmm. freaking Walmart. I mean, there's other type of stores where you could possibly, but your selection's not going to be that great. And that's the biggest thing, too. It's like I wish... Like in where I am, like I have Walmart, I have Target, and then I have a bunch of grocery stores. Outside of that, it's like I have to drive 30 to 45 minutes to like if I want to go to a bookstore because I've been on. I had to put myself on a book buying ban for a hot minute because like I bought too many books. <laughs> yeah. yeah. By now, you've known me long enough that you should know that shit ain't happening to me. I will not ever ever stop buying books yeah no i ha- i didn't either I, like- I die i will probably be on freaking amazon freaking boop, 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 boop. i will let you know, i will let you know later what i'm currently reading and i'm halfway through the book i'm almost i i have about 150 more pages to go um whew, spicy book very spicy <laughs> It is, it is whew, so okay. good. Um, yeah. Um, and it's a it's a four part, there's four books to the series, but they're different. Each book is a different story. But the original characters oh. from the first book get put into all the other books, but the other books, they're there, it's not their story. Huh. Yeah, it's okay. we, we we will be discussing this later, yeah. but yeah. um so with all the, I think I kind of sort of stole the thunder with the things about the movie that you absolutely love. So right. is there anything absolutely that you loved and I will shut my mouth and let you have the floor? Um, the only other thing that I absolutely loved was like the realness in all the characters. Um, like, like I said, with Novali being a teen, preg- uh, a pregnant teen and, and dropping out of high school and Ashley Judd's character 
because there are a lot of single mothers out there raising kids. Hi, I'm one of them. Um, but they have that mentality and I, I'm not trying to like shoot them down or anything, but have that mentality of, oh, I need to find my kid a new father. And yeah, because there are a lot of deadbeats out there who don't step up, who don't take care of their kids. And her character got into that. Oh, I got to find the next baby daddy. I got to find the next baby daddy. I got to find the next baby daddy. And she well, it's got... like her whole, it's like Ashley Judd's character. She's like, well, I got with this guy and we had, mm -hmm. you know, our, my first kid. And then I got with the next guy because I needed a dad for that kid. And the next yep. kid came and blah, blah, blah. So it's just, it's one big bad pyramid scheme of yeah and that's one of the things like i i i as a single mom myself like i implemented rules that like i'm never going to bring a guy around my child that early on it's 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 never going to happen and i'm not and i'm not looking to replace her father her father is still in her life no. and i don't it's it's it is it is what it is um but like there was the one relationship that uh, Ashley Judd's uh, character um, where it was abusive. She, he beat the shit out of her and mm -hmm. she came to Novali crying with a black eye. And it, it, there are a lot of people who are in abusive relationships. So it showed that realness. And I think that was one of the first movies not one of the first, but like to really hit that and bring it to the public eyes of like women getting stuck into oh. those relationships. Yeah. Well, cause it wasn't just necessarily abusive towards um, Ashley Simpson's character alone. Ash I mean, Ashley Judd, not Ashley Simpson. <laughs> oh, <the fuck>. Ash <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ashley Judd, not Ashley Simpson, but. I mean, even like one or two of her older kids were getting molested by. Yes, by the guy too. Yeah. So it's not just a physically abusive, like, because I'm led to believe that if she hadn't came home early, she probably wasn't directly getting abused. She came home early and caught the situation. What was going on? In, in yeah, in the process. Yes. So, Had she not come home, she those kids could have been abused and molested for years and years and years, and that's what happens. Like, and it, it it's yeah. people that you know that do this, which is disgusting. Well, it is very <laughs> disgusting because, like, there's even a moment just slightly before all of this going down where she's talking to Nova Lee about how good of a person this guy is to her and to the kids and you know he's so much better than everything that we've ever had in the past only to find out that basically at the end of the day you know there is such thing as it's too good to be true because uh, right yeah yeah he and, is probably the yeah. biggest piece of shit out of all the baby daddies that she had and it's it's like myself attempting to date which i have put myself on a dating hiatus um because these the, the odd 
audacity of some of some of these boys. I can't even call them men because they are just boys. And the audacity is too damn high for what the shit that they're pulling. <laughs> and right. some of it I was naive and did fall for it and I got burned, but it helped me learn about the audacity. <laughs> yeah, I mean guys are guys and the and they the day, only think with uh, one head and <laughs> it's not on top of their head <laughs> no i mean even even the good quality guys at the same time mm -hmm. they don't always think with the one on their shoulders either so you know mm -mm. but um and it's like i know i know there's someone out there for me but for some reason, the universe is just like, nope, to this, it's not your time. Which, oh, that was the other thing I wanted to touch on. Her whole, uh, Novalee's fear of the number five. Yeah. Um, because her change was 555 um, at Walmart. And that's when Willie Jack left her on um, uh, America's fifth. Uh, when she was five months old, that's when she was kidnapped and she was five days old. Five days. She had jaundice. Yeah. Five weeks old. This happened five. Yeah. Five blah, 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 years blah. old. And everything happens on a five. Yeah. Five is like so, the most unlucky number of and the world and for her. Um, my unlucky mm -hmm. number. Uh, I haven't, I know. I have, I figured that out. Yeah. It, it's three. <laughs> although my lucky number is i have two i have four it's four and nine um but that is a whole thing and like i've started getting into tarot and astrology and and that type of stuff and that comes down to angel numbers and that was her angel numbers and devil numbers that was her devil number mm. And it, it is a real thing and whether people believe it or not. And it, the universe plays a whole hell of a lot into people's lives and whether people, people believe it or that's the whole thing with like God too. It's like, it, it's mm -hmm. whatever you believe in, like there things happen for a reason, what those reasons are. Yeah. Sometimes we'll never find out. No. So, <sighs> With all of that said, there is an opposite to the question that the last question that I posed. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything about this movie that you did not particularly care for? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I mean, there were a few things that like i wish they may have like got into more or i i think i just wanted to see more of the relationship between uh forney and uh novali yeah i i feel like especially in the beginning stages mm -hmm. through you know ultimately the you know buddy buddy <laughs> The rendezvous. Yeah. The rendezvous. <laughs> um, that you don't get a whole lot of it. Right. So it was more finally, 
do get um, to that rendezvous, it's kind of sort of you're getting an awful lot thrown on your plate and you're supposed to try and stomach all of that at the same time. Right. And there isn't a whole lot of time left in the movie at that point to, to try and digest it all. Right. So you're kind of sort of trying to process everything where if they'd spaced it out more accordingly throughout the entire two hour movie, mm-hmm. then it might've been easier and didn't feel as rushed once you got to that last, like what, 30 minutes, minutes. 15, if, 20, 30 yeah. minutes of the movie. Like the last 30 so, minutes, like that just, it felt so rushed. Cause it was like, Oh, they got into bed together and then, Oh, he's leaving. And then, Oh, they're getting married. And it's like, I mean, I felt like it had the movie should have been a little bit longer. Like, I'm not talking three hour Titanic longer, no. but like maybe two hours and 15 minutes. Like, if you just added that 15 minutes, maybe the relationship could have something. There could have been a little bit more development for that relationship. Where yeah. It wasn't felt, you didn't feel like you were having to choke down an awful lot of storyline and character development so that you can get to that point where it's you have that plausible believability mm-hmm. that okay they went from just friends and not being able to say i love you to you know attention walmart shoppers and wedding guests right so i mean because that they there's an awful lot that transpires through the, that 30 minutes and you know it just doesn't feel like a natural progression to feel it's like, bam, there you go. And it's all. Exactly. We're giving you the whole storyline that you need. Now take it and accept it because that's what's going to happen. That's what you got. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So that I am full, in full agreement with you on that one. That's probably about the only thing about this movie that was difficult for me to accept. was Right. How rushed, like... how rushed it got at the end. The development of Ashley Judd's character and and Natalie Portman's, like, all of that was there. Even the small individual characters, you got a good taste of, like, uh, her mother. And uh, Willie Jack even had a decent character development. But with uh, Forney's, I just... There, there was something missing. You got the backstory. You got his interaction with mm-hmm. his sister... But there was still, it felt like there was something missing with his character. Yeah. No, and yeah, because like you were saying, literally everybody got a decent amount of this is who this character is. This is how they fit into the story. Right. But at the same time, yeah, I don't think, I think you got enough information about who Forney is. Yes. But how it bonds them together there wasn't enough there was you get the whole idea that you know they met at the library and he was kind of a dick to her in the beginning Mm -hmm. oh absolutely 100 percent. one night she's on her way back into walmart to go sleep and he just happens to be there stalking her and (laughs) notice that that's where she's at Right, and then she she goes into labor. He jumps through the window, and you know, okay, so now they're besties because he jumped in and saved her. Mm-hmm. And he literally at that point almost quits being a dick to her, and they're blah blah blah. blah. I guess you could say 
probably there's a lot of character development in that five years of um, Americus's life. Yeah. Being her daughter that you, we don't get to see because if you had added, say, another 15 minutes, you could have tackled a little bit more of that. Mm. Instead of going from newborn to five years old, you could have had, you know, a few minutes of a two-year-old slat and then four-year-old, then five-year-old, and seen a little bit more of the progression of the dickness of his attitude going away and him becoming more of a best friend to Novoli. Right. So that, that would be probably the biggest hitch in the whole movie for me though is that how they got from point A to point F right without, there, without stopping at B C D E and there was there was one question that I had is with Novali um seeing Willie Jack at the end of the movie and um, taking him home to Tennessee. Did Americus ever meet her, her father? I think that was one of the big things that I, 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 I you kind of got an implication maybe, but I don't maybe, know. Yeah. I would say maybe because technically she wasn't with Novali when, she took when him she to, was... to took him to drop him off, right. but I guess we don't officially know where he was at in the hospital when he we went know, to the hospital. We know he was in the town that she was living in. Okay, so then did she get to meet her dad before or after? Or after, either way. Right. Because you don't know exactly what their dynamic is of their relationship once she takes him and drop. Is she be going to be like a cold-hearted witch and nope, you're done. I'm closing this chapter of my life. You're out of my life. Right. Whatever. Which I would hate to think of the fact that I don't think she's that kind of person that would do that. But I no. don't if she did, I wouldn't feel like she's unjust in doing it either because mm -hmm. as toxic of a person that he was to her in the beginning of the movie, realistically, is he going to grow up and change in time? Because it seemed like he did, he absolutely matured at the end of the movie, but how much it, I mean, he was still very immature and yeah, he had to pay for his consequences, losing his legs by getting hit by a train. But I feel like, at least in my head, I think she at least introduced them. But whether they were going to have a relationship or not, I don't think that was going to happen. Well, because well, here's the other hitching that Giddy up to is she's five years old. Right. And the only real father figure that she's known was Forney. in her entire life was Forney. Yeah. So that's a whole lot, of, especially at five years old, to have to process. Right. So that 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 thought alone right there is enough to make me realize. Say no. That yeah. I 
would not have been opposed to saying, you know what, no. Maybe in time down the road, when she's older and can handle it a little bit better, mm-hmm. but emotionally as a five-year-old, probably not something that, you know, because it Because afterwards, too, because, like, I would, I would have liked to see, like, oh, like, obviously they're, like I said in the beginning, I didn't realize this, this was a book on someone's actual life but um like that would have been cool if they did a part two to that movie and like oh later on in life when americus is a teenager or um i i I just like you can obviously in your head create your own story and i would think that horny legally adopted americus and you know, changed her last name as well because her last name was Nation, Nova, like Novali Nation. And obviously, yeah. I assuming Novali changed her name when they got married. It was the oh, yeah. 90s, early 2000s. Um, but I like there's just there's I would have liked that would have been a fun thing if they could have did a part two or even tried to do it in today's age. I mean, it would be a little bit harder because I mean, the movie's 23 years old. (laughs) Yeah, this is one of those movies where I don't think I would particularly care for them to sequelize it now because... It wouldn't make sense. If you're going to do it in the right time frame, obviously you can't can't use the same people because Natalie Portman is a very beautiful woman and doesn't look like she's aged. (laughs) I mean, there's... She's... Even if she doesn't look like she's aged, she still looks like she's aged. To a oh, certain. absolutely. She doesn't look like she can pay. She, she is, you know, probably a few years younger than I am. So She's you know, 42 years at, old. So, yeah, 43 years old at this point. Yeah. Do you think, honestly, she could play a somebody in her late 20s, early 30s? Probably so... not. But you can, at the same time, you can do a lot with computer graphics and all of that, too. And the technology is out there to be able to fix that. So, but. yeah, it did make sense. Yeah, 23 years ago, she was 19 years old making that movie, playing a 17-year-old. So there was only a two-year mm-hmm. difference. Um, so, <sighs> excuse me. Um, so, yeah, like now being a part two, like, the americus would have to be well even at she was playing a 17 year old but there was that five years difference so then she was 25 a 19 year old playing a 25 year old it she would have to play older yeah there there would be too many issues with that yeah you're looking more at the dynamic of if you were going to do it and do it now right Amer- americus would be how old her mom was in the yes. first movie. Yes. So, and that kind of is a whole different story. And not that that couldn't be an interesting story at the same time, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's really not the story information that, like, you and I are looking for at this point. Right. No, like, we, we are, the information that, like, we would be looking for would only be a, a couple of years later. It would still have been the early 2000s and 
yeah. to do it. Wanting to know how that whole family started building and gelling together as yeah a unit. So, scissors. <laughs> All I could think of was lesbians at that point. <laughs> You're welcome for that. God um, damn it, Casey. <laughs> Sorry to all the lesbians out there. <laughs> we we support all kinds of sexuality on an evening at the movies. Thank you very much. Uh, um, yeah, any position. <laughs> so, as a whole, in general, um, <laughs> because yeah, <laughs> I'm planning on you know not keeping you all night, and I know the fact that it's literally like almost eleven o'clock there. It is. So. Um, why don't we go ahead and I will give you the floor and let you give your ultimate thoughts of the movie and then go ahead and rate the movie out of five. Um, so it is one of my top 10 absolute favorite movies. Um, there was a period in my life that that was the only movie I watched almost every single day. Um, it's it, it's a great romance movie and it's there was two there was a lot of realness to it and i think that's what i enjoyed about it so for me i i would have to give it probably a 4.8 out of 5 that's a pretty good score yeah so my thought being this is an incredibly well i feel like it's a really well done realistic version of society at that point in our history so um i enjoyed both performances by um ashley judd not simpson and <laughs> natalie portman yeah um like i said i really enjoyed uh stalker channing's character for the little bit that we got her the whole mm -hmm. every time you see them sitting down to have a meal and uh you know we thank you lord for this meal the bountiful meal and blah 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 blah, blah. and oh by the, the way fornication. For, for the fornication and i didn't even tackle the point that after she died in the tornado mm -hmm. um Novali is talking to Mr. Spock. Her, yeah, her booty call, and she literally offering up, you know, you know, what out of all this stuff would you like to have as you know fond memories of blah 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 blah. And he's like, I don't care. I got what I wanted, and that was the dining room table. You know, mm -hmm. you dirty pervert. It's because you fornicated on that table. Yep, that's all that he wanted. He just wanted the table for the memories. Mm, evidently they put some memories on that table <laughs> you know you know they probably did it on that table nightly yeah i'm not and i'm not judging either <laughs> I'd, I'd do it on a table you, i'd probably you do break it, it. You do it you, hey, <laughs> each their own but oh. yeah it, i'm definitely i will go four point to five out of five okay only, only because and i still feel like that's an amazing score to give yeah. 
but you know, we get the whole, I have that hitch in the back of my mind that, and it's, it feels pretty big to me because it's like, like we said, my biggest gripe is, you know, you get a big Thanksgiving platter worth of food given to you and you're expected to eat it and digest it all within a matter of moments. Right. Before everything's wrapped up in a nice pink bow and given to you as ta-da, this is the end of the movie. Right. So, but I don't feel like even that is enough to warrant not recommending people watch this movie. It's a great movie. It is an incredible movie and it's funny. It you can get choked up at times. It's it's an emotional ride from you know start to finish all the way through. So have those tissues ready. Yes, definitely. (laughs) And I think it's safe to say both of us would gladly recommend people go watch this movie. So mm-hmm. If you haven't watched it and you sat here for the last hour and 15 minutes and listened to us ramble, do it and go freaking pay the three ninety nine and go rent it off of Amazon or Google or Apple or whatever your preferred online rental service is. So, wow, that was actually a really, <laughs> that was a fast hour and 15 minutes. I really didn't even feel like it was an hour it, and 15 minutes. Not at all. Which I love it when episodes go like that because that means that myself and the person who's on the show with me have mm-hmm. a great dyna- have a great dynamic together, and we can just talk and banter back and forth. And you know, it's like you're just hanging out as friends and talking. You know. Um, oh, to add to that, you can get the DVD of Where the Heart Is at Walmart for nine ninety nine. Um, also, I, I, I will digress. I mean, I gave it a four point two five, but I will say that if you want to spend the nine ninety nine for it, it is worth the nine ninety nine. And to buy it at Walmart, I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, they don't have it at my Walmart because I actually looked because I couldn't find my copy of it. But yeah, no, you, you'd have to order it. But um, you could also get the a double double feature. Uh, anywhere but here and where the heart is for $14.50 on Amazon. So you spend the $9.99 for it, and then for an extra $5, you can get another Natalie Portman movie. Mm-hmm. And both are very good movies. Yeah, I've only seen the other one one time. I saw so. it a couple of times, but it's not one of those ones. I mean, I, I'll probably watch it at some point again. Um, but it's not one of the ones I constantly go back to. Where where the heart is, I constantly go back to this one. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those movies that very rarely do I actually get to sit down and watch it from start to finish, because mm-hmm. normally it's I'm I'll be flipping through the channels on the TV and it'll be on, and it's always literally like right in the middle of the damn movie, and it's like okay, well we're here, so. And it's been a little while since I've seen it, so I'll finish watching the movie. Because as long as I can get my attention, Walmart shoppers at the end of the movie, right? I don't, I don't care. That <laughs> is probably the most ingeniously funny way to end that movie, and it's so fitting at the same time. 
side note for a hot minute there. Um, this was probably, I mean, obviously it was years ago, but uh, I did want to get married in a Walmart. <laughs> if I ever were to get married, which it will probably never happen, but I digress. <laughs> hey, to each their own, I'm not judging. Exactly. So, I think that just about wraps up the discussion. So, um, as always, I have to thank the listeners for being here each and every week. You guys Absolutely. know how much I appreciate and love you guys. You guys are incredible, especially with the fact that um, by the time this episode, like I said, we're recording it the day before Ashley's birthday. And yes. again, because I have to repeat it because I need to make sure she understands very much. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. I'm still not singing for you, though. Oh, I thank you for that. <laughs> happy birthday. Um, this, by the time it actually airs on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast listen fixed, technically it'll be the second week of January. So oh, so it'll be way past my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm doing that for a reason. Because yeah. I'm trying to cram in as many as I can. Because <laughs> February February 10th. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> February 10th is going to be our third anniversary episode. Yeah. Not sure what we're doing yet. But Party. an evening at an evening at the movies will be three months or three months old. Three years old this February. And also right about the same time, we will be releasing our two hundredth episode as well. So Taylor Swift, the heirs tour. I'm tra- <laughs> Damn, my headset cut out. I didn't hear what you had to say. I said Taylor Swift, the heirs tour. <laughs> there, there it goes again. It keeps cutting out on me. I, I don't know what's going on. I, I'll just continue in my conclusion. And just, <laughs> we'll go past whatever it was that you were saying. So, um, but yeah, so. Obviously, again, happy birthday, Ashley. This was a lot of fun. And you know, as well as everybody else that comes on the show, um, you're welcome to come back anytime you want. Pick a movie. And you know I will. <laughs> pick a movie of quality and come back. And... Oh, I'm picking the worst. <laughs> oh, and I have a feeling I know what you want to pick. And. I mean, I have the rule, so if you say the words, then... Well, I could throw a surprise in there. Like, I have some good left left curveballs. No comment. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, since we didn't really get a chance to talk about it in the beginning, um, is there anything about uh, 30 Flirty and not thriving imagine reimagine um you would like to bring up and let the listeners know about or well it's still up um there are a couple episodes uh still up uh on facebook on tiktok and on instagram um i post randomly on instagram from time to time that randomly gets a lot of traction don't know why um probably because there are a lot of sexual innuendos in them (laughs) no (laughs) Um, but right now it's, um, 
I'm on a little bit of a hiatus, just a lot of, um, sorry, I just got distracted by a really weird text, but, uh, we won't, we will, I digress. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, 30 flirty and not thriving on Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram, um, and yeah i it was it it all started because um my life uh is chaotic to say the least yeah and it still is it hasn't gotten any better (laughs) yeah i get that Uh, yeah and it was it was a way to vent and I, I've kind of scaled back on that because I mean, like I said, I I went on a hiatus not only with 30 flirty, but in my personal life. And I I just there were a lot of things I had to not think about, but like process self self examination. <laughs> yeah. My life is still shit, though. <laughs> and I'm probably going to write a book about it. Uh, although I am writing a book. Uh, and you've seen a little snippet of it. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> and it is spicy. <laughs> to the 10th power. But I digress. <laughs> and it so. may or may not reflect my own personal life. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> To be continued. Mm. So, coming up on an evening at the movies, um, like I said, third anniversary is coming up here in the next couple of weeks. Our 200th episode is coming up right about the same time. Um, I actually need to count up the I mean, we're getting so close to 200 right now that I need to go back and count where we're at because there's so many new guests we have coming and so much stuff that I'm trying to cram into a small window. (laughs) But again, I digress. Um, But definitely you can stay tuned and updated as to where everything's going on social media. You guys all know where to find us. Um, By the time this airs, I think, We've got a Star Trek The Motion Picture episode coming up. Um, Rear Window, an Alfred Hitchcock movie will be coming up. And then we've got some uh, Black History Cinema coming up in February. And then I don't know if it's going to be March or if it's going to be April, but we've got um, movies you should see at least once in your lifetime coming up and we're going to do a bunch of those type movies for a month so lots of stuff is coming up so stay tuned i will keep everybody (laughs) updated and at the end of the day i will keep updating everybody as to what's coming up next on the show so keep listening because i know you guys love the show and i love doing the show and i love hearing myself talk so (laughs) (laughs) so i think the only thing left for us is the video outro and for me to again thank ashley for being here and thank you say again (laughs) happy birthday you are welcome and say happy birthday again and 
remind the listeners to and just say I hope you guys come back when you've been at the movies, but don't leave until you get your video outro. So with all of that said. <laughs>